welcome to Guitar Radio Show, the show dedicated to the guitar player, guitar maker, gear builder, and purveyors of such items that you may not know about, but should. Here's your host, Mark Davin. All right, people, if you heard uh, our Mondo episode with a whole bunch of folks in it, you would have heard uh, an interview that I did with a guitarist from the band Lightbulb Vaporizer and their last record, Live Where We Live, uh, which just totally blew me away because of the stream of consciousness involved with recording that record. And we have him back again. We have Mr. Louis Annoy and his new record with Lightbulb Vaporizer, and it's called Free the Leaf. How are you, Louis? Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you back. And, um, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you, on. You, you told me about the record. You sent me a, a download, and I completely ignored the download and went and, pe- and, went and bought it. Oh, there you go. Paying customer. <laughs> That's excellent. Right. I was a paying customer. Folks, you can go to you, you can go to Bandcamp and find Lightbulb Vaporizer, the new record. It's called Free the Leaf. And um, this is such a great record. It's 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 heavier than uh, Live Where We Live. But Yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely got a little more of that and I think that's what we were going for because the first one was such experimental record. It yeah. Was, anything went. And this one, I kind of, after two years with the band and playing uh, around town, that we knew what we wanted and we knew what we were going to sound like kind of thing. We wanted to hear a certain thing on it and it was a lot heavier. A little less experimental, I'd say, but a little more heavier. Well, was it still um, was it still a stream of consciousness thing where you guys just All start playing? Odd, 100%. Matter of fact, my some of it I don't remember record, so <laughs> which is fantastic. It's all that's uh, you know it's 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 one of like that like track number four happens to be only an odd it's like fifty nine it's like one minute long and that's only because our our, uh, our recording facility faces the uh, end of my driveway and we had been at it for a little while and you know probably a good forty five fifty minutes and uh, so we ordered pizza. And I could see the gate from when we were jamming. So the pizza guy showed up. And that's it. End of the song. Right there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so the band, I said, yeah, we're not, you know what? We're not jamming for five, ten minutes. That guy's there, and I'm hungry. So that's why that one came out to be solid one minute. It happened to be the pizza guy rolled in. That's fantastic. You should, and you should dedicate that to the pizza guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has no idea, but he seems to get here pretty quick now. <laughs> That's great. There's a, there's a track on the record. Um, like I said, this is a heavier record than the last record. Um, but there's a, there's a track on there where I feel like you're conjuring up your inner Carlos Santana, and it's called Velvet Poster Blacklight slash Blacklight. Yeah, that's uh, you been playing that one around town, and and uh, Paul, the uh, the synth player and keyboard player, he always started to play that, and I always thought of like, you know, this could be like the back background music for like Scarface, uh-huh. total seventies kind of thing for me. Just, and that's what I kind of played on that that simple two chord progression he's got going on there, and and uh, it's the band's just fantastic. They just they just sat back in the pocket and just. Let's do it. Like, let's enjoy it, kind of thing. Yeah, and you're ripping on that. You're you're totally ripping on that. 
yeah, you know, I, I had a good time. It's 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 a simple, you know, it's a simple progression. It kind of gives guitar players that uh, if you if you enjoy what you're doing, this is this is like you know a fastball. You're waiting for a fastball, and this is it. Yeah, for it's, all the licks that you've been working on, and you know how many times you listen to Dark Side of the Moon, here we go, kind of thing, and huh. Carlos, and and all you know. I'm openly just just trying to get as much out of those old records that I remember um, as I can, kind of thing, and then throw just a little bit of my vibe mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean uh, you know the last record like you said it was a lot more experimental um, ambient ethereal you know and uh, yeah and what other adjectives like I said, this one, we kind of um, I don't I, I don't think Dave was as prevalent on the first record as he is on this one that's the bass player mm-hmm. and this one I he just Kind of, he just stepped up and he just kind of ran with it, and him and my drummer just 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 locked up, and everybody in the band was just so open and so you know on the ball for those four particular days that we had because we didn't have a ton of time, right? I'd love to have two months in the studio, like wouldn't we all, right? Yeah, you know, but it doesn't kind of work out. So you recorded this record in four. Uh, you recorded and, this, uh, and the band showed up. Yeah, yeah got... I recorded it at my home um, over four days, and uh, so uh, it's pretty low budget kind of thing. But you know, the gear nowadays is everything. The gear is fantastic that you can buy or rent, and and this is where we feel most comfortable. So mm-hmm. for us to waste uh, two three days in a big studio trying to get you know climatized with it and get your quote your sound that all guitar players seem to have, like I gotta have my sound, right? You know, it's like. Yeah, I know, but this is where we feel the most comfortable kind of thing. And so, and people were pretty responsive to the first record. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, okay, you know, we're no longer, uh, you know, a surprise, so to speak. So now people are kind of either going to love it or they're going to hate it right off the hop, mm-hmm. you know. And we just took it and we just did what we did and went with it. Yeah. The band was, I can't say enough about him. I mean, Vic, the drummer, was fantastic. And I think this was, you know, one of the best things i heard from dave and the, the band was amazing they just really sat back and just said hey man you want to do something let's do it and again it's all all off the cuff because that's the way, way kind of life is yeah so uh, now is it is it a lot of the same guys that were in the last on the last record exactly the same it's exactly the same. i just we played together for almost two and a half years kind of in the trenches here in vancouver and yeah, and they just, they proved themselves, right? We played places where, like, they were looking at, like, well, what are these guys doing? Like, you know, and then we played, you know, heavier bars and kind of thing. And But, yeah, they we knew what we were getting. We knew the sound that we wanted to hear. So that was the best part. Of it. Yeah. I think and everybody's more involved. The first one, it was just weird. It was just like, I didn't really even know we were going to record anything kind of thing. So I love that record, though. I mean, my favorite track off of that record is um, Timing My High. I love that. Yeah, track. I just heard that the other day. I was like, wow, could I even play that? I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out how I played some of that stuff. And it's just like, no, you know what? Leave it for somebody else kind of thing. <laughs> just move along. That's why I rip stuff at you. Like when I sent you those tracks and yeah, and just kind of, those are all still from the last uh, Free the Leaf sessions. So we did a lot of, a lot of tracks, but you know, not everything's. You know everything's golden, right? There's there's turds in there somewhere. I know there is. 
So um, last time we talked, you told me about when you guys go out and do live shows. Sometimes it'll be you guys, eyes and eyes in the is in the band. It'll be you guys in the band, and then um, and then you might add other people in. All of a sudden, other people come up on stage. All of a sudden, you could have. Oh yeah, we could we could be as lean as a two piece. Angry because right. uh, when me and Vic uh, play as a two piece, uh, it's way different. There's obviously because you're only a two piece, you're trying to fill as much of the frequency band as you can right. and be as big as you. Can. So when uh, 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 be sure you're on it, you're on it. You might think you're playing slow or you might think you're playing soft and subtle, but when you listen back, oh yeah, you're busy. You just have to be and. At, like you say, well, some gigs we played at a seven piece, right? Um, that's the way it can balloon all the way to where you're strumming two chords, right? And you're just in the pocket because you're surrounded by fantastic musicians, and you want to hear them. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't always want to hear. Oh, it's like, oh my god, if that guitar player does another solo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna kill him, right? No, you got a saxophone player up there. You got uh, fantastic. I've been fortunate to play with some of the best percussion players around. Uh, drums and your band's amazing. Let them do their thing. You know that's what they're there for. That's what I know. You know it's like do that. Like save my bacon so I don't have to do you know mondo guitar solos. I can listen to a killer saxophone solo. But that's the difference between a two piece and a seven piece and all the in betweens. Mm-hmm. The more you add, the more you relax. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if everybody's on on the same page. Again, when you you know when you tell people say look we're gonna go on stage. We're not going to know anything. There's two responses to this. One's going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? That's not going to happen. You know, I need to know some sort of structure before we get up there. Or the other side is like, cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really no in-betweens because I don't know what I'm going to do until I get up there. Right. So how am I going to tell you, do what you're going to do? You know, and, and the way I look at it is there's no wrong then. As long as you're all good musicians, right? It, you know how to play, and you're in that headspace, in that right zone. If not, we all know you get sometimes you get five fantastic musicians in a room, and nothing good comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it's interesting. I, I, every time I hear you play and hear the rest of the band play, say, I say to myself. I think I could hang with that. I think I could. I think I could go in there and I could make that happen because I'm not really one of those, you know. <clears throat> I don't like to over rehearse stuff. I don't like to yeah. be. I don't like to beat it to death unless it's something, you know, that needs to be. Um, if I'm but, wor- if I'm working for somebody it, else, exactly what it is is uh, you hit the nail on the head. I want people to hear this music and say exactly that. Say, you know what? I can hang with these cats. And then you simply phone up a couple of buddies, and next thing you know, you're you're back playing music, right? The guy's dusted off his Marshall that's been sitting in the closet, and and you know what? And if it inspires people to say, you know, I'll put a three to piece together, man, we could rock just like these guys. Then I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Like it's everybody's like guitar guitar players are are. There's a lot of them out there. So if you can inspire anybody to get a band back together and make music, mm-hmm. well. That's what it's about, ultimately, for me. Yeah, because it's and jamming. Like I say, if, if people are into the vibe, and you can add or enhance or make people listen, and go, wow! I didn't, you know, I didn't hear that coming, kind of thing. Well, then welcome aboard. Yeah, right? we just do it all 
on uh, in the, uh, the herbage a bit before we, you know, before we uh, engage, so to speak. Right. That's the, that's our version of stone or rock. I don't really think it's actually even stone or rock just because you're stone. I mean, what I do isn't really, you know, it's not revolutionary. It's just my take on what I feel. Right. Yeah. And it's not, it's interesting too, because it's not, um, it's not like jam, it's not like jam music either, like jam bands. Like you know, you got your the almonds and fish and and uh, yeah. It's not that well, at all. Structured. Huh? Those are structured with big with big open parts for, for for you know some of the best players in the world right. to, to ripple. I mean, it's it's just that I I don't know. Maybe next record we'll we'll write something that we can actually remember. But at this stage in my life, see, I played in a prog band prior to this, and that was the polar opposite, where you know you had so many different parts coming, you had to remember, and it was it was a bit taxing to say the least. Yeah, I like the. Do you think? Um, do you think that that experience in the prog band was what led you to do this with light bulb vaporizer? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Being in a frog band for nine years and, and you know what, and trying to uh, uh, stick the middle finger up in the air for the for the guitar community and say, oh, you know, I just want to do this and I want to rip it up like this. And that nine years of chasing, you know, the magical riff and trying to remember it kind of just sent me on this path. Like, we're just relax, forget about it. Do what you do. If people are going to like it, they're going to like it. If they don't, they're not going to like it anyway. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. But I yeah. can't change who I am. Right. And the band, fortunately, I found people that um, that are on the same page, that are in that kind of zone where, you know what, it's almost like a, a fuck it zone. Like, fuck it. You don't like it? Don't don't listen to it. Yeah. Because there's so much on, you know, I mean, you get, you know more than I do about it because you get bombarded with guitar players all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a... It's a feel. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's, it's interesting because yeah, it's like it's it's um, you know I liken it to uh, like abstract painting. You know, you, you have you have artists that 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 paint abstractly, and uh, it's just whatever they're feeling at that particular moment. It's ever where their where their headspace is at, what what uh, what they're feeling. You know, yeah, and uh, that's what I get from from your playing and the rest of the band is that it's where you are in that moment. You know, I don't know if I said this last time, but there's an uh, I don't know, you're familiar with the author um, Eckhart Tolle. He wrote a he wrote mm-hmm. a book called The Power of Now. It's about being in the moment, being right in that moment, and yeah. uh, it just so happens that you're you're recording that moment. And you're preserving that moment, so that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, because I mean that you don't really get a double take at life. Like I can't, you know, you can you can't work out uh, what your how your life's going to go. So why really overthink music? Right. Like you know, I understand if you want to be in that type of uh, uh, really synced up and and well rehearsed type of bands. That that's cool. It's, it's great for your skill level, but sometimes you got to find your inner self too, right? And your inner self might not be uh, angsty, tight, and riffy. Mm-hmm. Right? It might be. Okay, let's rip it and see what happens. You know, maybe the ample explodes somewhere halfway through it. You never know. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of ripping it, there's a there's a track on the record that sounds like uh, 
Somebody injected Richie Blackmore with punk. It's called Road Burn. <laughs> That's the pizza song. <laughs> That's the pizza song because we walked, uh, because technically you call yourself a stolen rock band and then you hear this track. It's by the time you figure out what happened, the track's over. Yeah. And you kind of ask yourself, you go, what the, what the fuck was what? that? Like, what did I just hear? <laughs> you know, what did, what? I was waiting for this big, grandioso, you know, power prog kind of zeppy whatever thing going on. And then you give me that, right? One minute of, uh, and then that's why it's got the goofy ending because it's just like, hey man, the pizza guy pulls in. This song's done. I'm hungry, yeah, kind of thing. I like and then that we too. heard it back, you know, because after a couple of months, number one, you don't you don't remember the sessions again anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is all like Christmas, you know. You're the engineer comes in, he hands you a disc, and say, "This is the first batch." And listen, it's like Christmas again because you don't remember. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. And then that track kind of popped up. And I was like, wow, it just gave me kind of goosebumps when I heard it. I was like, this is killing. <laughs> this is exactly what I needed to hear to yeah. break up the big, like you say, the big, you know, uh, free form jammy kind of. It's just nice. It's just like, wow, it's not too, you know, you're not going to beat it up for four or five minutes that rich. That's like one minute. By the time you you have any idea what hit you it's gone right you're already in the in the, the next happy right right so it's kind of it was like the part it's like two two halves of the record you know that's the that's the flip where you flip the record you know yeah. then you get back into power stone or rock <laughs> so um so. With, with the titles what the you know do you do you kind of spend a lot of time thinking about what you want to call the songs or is this just sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it gets pretty involved just because you know it's tough to go. You know, track one. We and I have that already. It's like day, you know, Saturday, day one, track one. You know, it's just like, eventually you have to name them, right? Whether you whether you like it or not. And some are easy, like you know, black light velvet poster kind of thing. That was easy because that's a '70s thing. You know, I grew up with those posters, and I grew up with Scarface and. Yeah, pops into my head. So I don't want to be super techy and you know have that kind of uh, you know that uh, that that edgy kind of distorted sound on that. I just want nice, smooth kind of thing. So there's songs that simply write themselves for title wise. Then there's other ones where you just think, man, I'm never going to get one for this, right? I just don't know what to call it. And that uh, that's always the way it is. So, but it does take uh, it does take a little effort Mm because you have to call it something. You just can't call it like track. One to eight. Mind <laughs> you, without words, that's the, they are anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, Frank Zappa had a couple of tracks that he named after the time signature. Oh so yeah, just, I mean, but he also wrote a song called "Perfect for Assholes." So I mean, yeah, it's what true. more do you what more do you want, Frank's? I mean, Frank's uh, Frank's up high, and, and he's right there, man. I mean, Tony Iommi, Frank, you know, yeah, it's kind of guy on the high altar, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so and how is how is the was there much of a change as far as gear for this record for you? Uh not much. No, I didn't use uh, I didn't use the Les Paul this time. Uh, just you know, it's one of those guitars right now. I just was I'm out of favor instead of just being in love and oh, I got a Les Paul. Just sometimes I'm fortunately I I had enough gear to batter. The number one thing was uh, my my sixty three reissue uh, five 
I mean, this is this is gospel. Matter of fact, I'm still paying it for. Thank you for all the going to bank camp. I'm still paying for this. Which is this now? So, 60, uh, Sixty-three reissue. What record? They might yeah, yeah. Sixty-three ES three thirty-five. Ah, okay. That was the main one I used. That was the main. That's my newest piece. So, which is, you know, that's what I've been playing. And you know, you get a new guitar; it's always your favorite, right? Oh hell yeah! This one, this one happens to be very sonically, uh, sonically ahead of a lot of my other guitars to be honest regardless of price but it's nice to have right and what else the Firebird and the Matchless and the and a Fender Twin which I ran for clean uh, Fiberlux reissue a rental from Long McQuaid so which is uh, and that's it same old same old just you know I had a fortune that had a great engineer this time with great ears yeah. and sometimes like, with great ears and and who knows the kind of thing you want to get those guys are in, they're just they're amazing sometimes to have that because otherwise it's if you if the guitar player is just doing it well lo and behold it kind of turns into a guitar record yeah so nice to have those outside ears that are you know they're just good yeah. and they're good with all the gear that they use yeah. and I was fortunate this I mean uh, Will John was just just amazing he was you know, I, he'd seen us a couple times, and he said, "Dude, I would, you know, I'd love to record you, kind of thing." And I said to Vic, our drummer, and he says, "Yeah, this is this is the dude we need," and worked out wonderful so far. You know, and you've been taking this. What out? happens from here on? Who knows, right? Yeah, well, that's why that's what I love about you guys is that you just kind of. You're you're once again you're in the moment and you're just taking it where it's going to go. Wherever it's going to go, it's going to go. Yeah, you know. well, but I still don't have a guitar. Nobody asked me to make get, have a guitar made after me. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm I'm totally like what? Like this? You just you just you just went way above me on that. Like, You're funny. That's just. I mean, this is this true honor, and I and I absolutely uh, I'm 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 extremely flattered, and you know I appreciate it so much that anybody listens to this stuff, right? Because with the with the amount of music that's out. It's, you know, yeah. The fact that anybody is interested in it is, or had gotten the message, it's, it just makes it uh, all the more, all the more uh, happy on me, right? Well, it, it speaks to me what you do because um, it is it is free form. You know, um, it's it's not this contrived thing. It's just whatever is in you at the moment is what's coming out. And I appreciate that. I I, I, I get with that, and I, and I like the idea that it could be it could be good, or you guys could fall flat on your face, and whatever it is, it is. You know, it's it's it, to be honest with you, it's very, it's very Taoist. It's a, it's a very Taoist philosophy that you have as far as the way you you put this music out. Well, I'm not that way. I thought I thought all bands did this. That's what I, I like. <laughs> I thought every band this is what they did when they first got together, and then. And then somebody has a you know a bright idea that they could write a hit song, and then that's the issue. But I always thought every band did this. When you right. get together, it, you just rip it up and you just miss up from it. Sometimes you don't, right? Yeah. Or in our case, you just you don't remember what the hell you paid, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as the pizza guy got in, right? <laughs> that's right. As long as he got here. <laughs> yeah, as long as the pizza guy. That's all that really matters. <laughs> So you guys, are, you guys are taking this out, playing it out for a little bit. Ah, uh, you 
know what? We haven't been that fortunate to get a lot of gigs around Vancouver, uh, but we also haven't really. We just kind of finished it. It's only been out since uh, July twenty uh, third. So yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the near future. Yeah, but it's not really Vancouver's a tough market, and and you can wear out your welcome pretty quickly there. And it's you know it's no big deal to play around here. And if we can get somewhere else to go, I mean that would be pretty well better for us because we've already played a ton of places downtown and but it's always you know we're always open to the options right whatever yeah it comes down the pipe we always review it right well i i love what you See do what i love what you do i think you're a great guitar player and what and one of the things i really like about your playing you know to this go around i got to hear you really rip which i didn't get to hear you do last time so that was like, wow, okay, he's really, his, there's a whole bunch of shit this guy can do. But what I really love about you is your tone. you got just such a great, great tone. It's fat, it's thick, it's got, it's got a lot of layers to it. It's, uh, it's really good, and I, I love listening to you guys play. So, Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And, you know, I love the guitar radio show, and it's, uh, it's, it's an honor for me to be here, but I'm still I'm I'm, ex, I'm extremely jealous right now. I have to I just have to I have to get that up. That's awesome. Congratulations on like, I need a man. You hear these manufacturers? I need one of these too now. So, no, that's awesome. I mean I love GRS, so this is cool. I, I see a lot of people I mean, you know, and the people that you have on are just they're just top they're just top shelf. Like they're such good people and they have and they you know, I listen to a lot of them, and I'm flattered, like I say, to be in, in any of these people's company kind of thing. So, well, super cool, cool super man. Cool. Well, it's great to have you, you on the have, show. Have to get a hold of me, and I want to see this. Oh, I will. Oh, I'll, I'll don't worry. I'll, see I'll send. I'm going to do it when it when yeah. it arrives. For, uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we were talking off mic, <laughs> and uh, there's uh, a guitar being built for me at, uh, for my specs and everything else, and it's really exciting. And uh, and uh, I'm going to keep it on the keep it under the under under the. Uh, I'm going to enter for the time being. I'm gonna next. Keep it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna keep, but when it arrives, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a whole unboxing video and all that stuff for it. You know, excellent, excellent. You know, you're gonna demo it, huh? You're gonna demo it, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be using it. I'll be using it for uh, in perpetuity as far as demos and stuff like that are concerned. So. Yeah, I'm excited about it. But we're not going to talk too much about it. We're going to keep it under the lid for the time being, and then uh, we'll go from there. But, Louie, I can't thank you enough once again for being on Guitar Radio Show. I don't want brother. I can't thank you much for having me. Folks, the record is called Free the Leaf, and it's by the band Lightbulb Vaporizer. You can get it on Bandcamp. Folks, you can get it for less than $7.50. You need, iTunes too. Yeah. Uh, and iTunes too. People, go check this record out. Go and you, you'll hear you've you've heard a little bit in the beginning of this, and you're gonna hear a little bit on the way out. But folks, you need to check this record out. It's really good. And keep in mind, it's all stream of consciousness. This is music that the band gets together in the room, they hit record and they go. Not having rehearsed this stuff, not having playing it before, they're just doing it and that to me is to me that is true creation and i love light bulb vaporizer thank you hold on one second man but we're going to sign off right here i don't all right
Check out Guitar Radio Show on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and Tumblr. And of course, on guitarradioshow.com.